Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey guys, and welcome to In the Trenches podcast with your hosts Carson Ship and Tanner Strauss, where we talk all things that happen in the college sports world. And with the end of March coming up, we have madness <laughs> in the near future. So before we get there, we have to go over the conference tournaments to see kind of where the seeding is going to place all of the big teams that we think are going to be mainly in the mix. Of course, the mid-majors, this is their time to shine and win their conference tournament, earn a bid to the... Can I stop you for course? just one second, Car? Yeah. What team really let me down this weekend? Dude, I was going to ask you first things first. I know you're a big Texas fan. What kind of quandary are you guys in right now with the bracket situation? Because, I mean, you guys just lost to TCU, and now you guys are going to go have to play Kansas in the first round. Yeah, hey, congrats, Texas. Congrats. Here's Kansas for you. I mean, (laughs) Texas... Texas can beat some pretty big-name teams, though. I mean, they beat UNC. They beat Kansas, you know. They have the ability. It's just... You know, are they are they gonna? Um, is Shaka Smart gonna allow them to? I don't know. Is Shaka Smart going? Is he gonna call a timeout with <laughs> with, with four seconds left? It's the most outrageous thing. I've when ever we're seen. down by one, I tell you what, man, Texas really did come out probably um, one of the weekend's biggest losers. They were a huge bubble team. They're sitting at sixteen and fifteen right now. And most years, um, they wouldn't even be considered a bubble team. The only reason why this year they are is because leagues like the Pac-12 and the Big East are having down years. Man, and the so, Pac-12 trash. You know, if you're 16 and, and 15 and if you have wins against North Carolina, uh, <clears throat> Kansas, you know, and whoever else you want to throw in as a, as a good win in there, you know, cool. So that's what's really keeping Texas alive. I, I think that they have got to beat Kansas, and they might even have to go on and beat the winner of Texas Tech and Oklahoma if they want to. That's a rough draw. Texas Tech, potentially, and the winner of Oklahoma and West Virginia would be the other end of that game. But it, so they, they might have to win two, but Kansas, if they can at least beat Kansas, that'll at least help them. So obviously we know Texas has a lot to, has a lot to prove up in the upcoming conference tournaments, but – what about teams like TCU or teams like OU? We, we talk a lot about how OU usually is losing this time of the season and not trending in the right direction to whereas other teams aren't and uh, usually cost them spots. What do they need to do this weekend? I mean, what do you see for T- them? TCU helped themselves by beating Texas. Joe Lenardi, who literally has a Ph.D. in bracketology, um, said that TCU, as of Saturday, before they beat Texas, were the one of the last four teams, or the four, first four teams out, excuse me, first four teams out. And now that they had beat Texas, they are back in the field, and they got a good draw in this tournament. They have to play Oklahoma State in the first round, and I think if they can beat Oklahoma State, no matter what the result is against Kansas State, I think TCU will find themselves in the field. As far as Oklahoma goes... OU, for whatever reason, loves to struggle in the month of February. If Ron Kruger can go out and beat Bobby Huggins in the first round, and if they can either keep it really close with Texas Tech 
in that quarterfinal in that quarterfinal game, quarterfinal game against Tech and beat Tech, I think they can clinch it if they keep it close. Then I still think they're alive and they they should be able to watch Selection Sunday with a lot of nerves because I, I still think if they lose a close game, they're they're in it. You know, a team I think a lot of people aren't talking about in the Big 12, and this may, may be the last thing we have to talk about on this segment, is Baylor. I think Baylor is really overlooked in the Big 12. You know, I've been talking a lot about Iowa State this whole season and how impressive Muriel Shayok is, but Baylor has some impressive wins, but also some crushing losses. But I think that they have the ability to win these big-time games. And the question for me is, will Baylor be able to do that in the conference championship game? And that's how I'm going to kind of tell where I'm going to put them in my bracket. You know what I mean? So Kansas ended their 14 season the most overlooked school in no, the I agree. even though that they have all these wins. They I got a smile on my face right now. I agree, like, man. I love Kansas State. They have the ability to beat anyone that they play, and that's who I'm going with. I don't think anyone is going to beat them. Threw a curveball there. You know, Kansas State is a great pick, and I would agree with you, but I want us to pick two different teams in our favorite league. I'm going with Tech. I think Chris Beard has done a phenomenal job. They were picked to finish seventh, and they ended up finishing first, and they actually split it with your K-State Wildcats to end Kansas' regular season um, conference championship streak. I really did struggle picking between Tech and K-State. <laughs> but Ship has um, K-State. Strauss is going with Texas Tech. Let's move on to the Big Ten here. Mm-hmm. This is a more interesting conference to talk about. A lot of you know teams that – Feel like they could still get in if they, you know, win a couple of games. For example, Indiana, they kind of yeah. made a late season run. They They're probably going to have to win at least two to three games, though, in that Big Ten tournament yeah, to, that's absolutely for sure. to be considered. But Carson just threw me a curveball by picking K-State, and I'm fixing to throw you guys a curveball. This is a team that has been slept on all year. Don't do it. And I think this team oh, is a second it. weekend team. Uh, in the NCAA tournament, the Iowa Hawkeyes oh. will win the Big Ten in college basketball this year. They will, they will win the Big Ten tournament. They'll get it done. They're going to surprise some people. You know, <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> and I've been very vocal about that for quite a while. You know how many now. years I believed you when you told me you were going to pick a perfect bracket? Uh, you know, that's just that's rude of you to hold me <laughs> I'm going to take Michigan. It's a good pick, though. Point blank period. I mean, they, they've been really consistent. Um, you know, they do have a couple bad losses, but everyone does when you're at the top of the game because teams play you harder than they do any other team, naturally. And so even though they have some losses to Wisconsin teams, you know, not necessarily as good as them or on level, I still think that they're going to be able to make some noise in the tournament. Nice. And they have a pretty decent draw. So there's the Big Ten for you. Okay, cool. Here's the um, ACC. Here is um, a little bit more um, – Exciting conference. Of course, they have one of the most exciting players in all of college basketball who is supposed to return at some point in the ACC tournament, obviously being Zion Williamson. We'll see see if um, Coach K is just saying that or we'll see if he actually returns. This is actually one of the more interesting conference tournaments because really the ACC, in my opinion, has like five legit teams that could make the Elite Eight Final Four being Virginia Tech, Virginia, Duke, North Carolina. And so, you know, I I know that Virginia disappointed a lot of people last year. After winning the ACC tournament, they won the ACC conference tournament and got the number one seed, and they they literally made history the next weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they made history next weekend. The worst kind of history possible. <laughs> and they were the first one seed to lose to a 16 seed. So I understand if people don't want to trust them. 
But Tony Bennett, look at his track record. He does good, at least in the ACC tournament. I'm picking Virginia to win this. But mm-hmm. also, do not sleep on teams in not only in their conference tournament, but in the big dance itself. Don't sleep on Florida State. That was a team I forgot to mention earlier. And Virginia Tech. Buzz Williams, the head coach for Virginia Tech, is one of the most underrated coaches in yeah. all of college basketball. No, he is phenomenal. Good. He's very good. But Carcar. First of all, only my mom calls him car car. Let's get that straight right now. That's not that's not up for grabs. But I gotta take UNC. I think UNC is just like Michigan in that sense that they have the ability to beat anyone. You know, we talk about competitiveness in certain conferences like the Big Twelve. I think the ACC is one of those 100%. where through and through it's an extraordinarily competitive conference. So you'll see teams split a lot of series with other teams. Uh, I think UNC has a, a, a a really impressive resume win. Really impressive resume wins against two against Duke. First of all, they swept Duke, they even swept though it's them. without Zion. Whatever, they still have two kids that are going to go to the NBA in the first round. Oh yeah, and Ooh. Coach K. Yeah, like I don't want to hear. They're any playing with three lottery picks, yeah. and then you take Zion away. Guess what? You still got two lottery picks. But so. even teams like Syracuse and Louisville are able to take games from right. these high level teams, and I think UNC is just one of those teams that has experience from senior leadership, and you know they've been there, done that, and I think they're going to get it done. Yeah, Luke May. He's 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 a great guy. He's a great leader. Of course, he's he's that guy that hit that game-winning shot in the big dance. Yeah, I want to say it was against Kentucky. It was against Kentucky, but um, did lose to the Wildcats the year before. They did, so they got revenge on them. But that's a good pick. So you th- you're picking North Carolina to to win the ACC conference tournament. That's right. I am picking the Virginia Cavaliers. Okay, we're gonna move on. We got a lot of things to talk about in the SEC here. First off, yeah, let's kick it with LSU. We're going to start off with LSU. Yes, they have the number one overall seed in the SEC tournament. However, what does it mean? However, what does it mean? They lost Will Wade to the FBI probe scandal. He got caught up in doing some dirty recruiting. So LSU has suspended him indefinitely. You can say what you want about his business, but the whole dirty recruiting thing. He's still a good coach. There's a reason why LSU had the season they did this year. You know, of course, maybe the same for Rick Pitino. You know, but of course, you know, maybe that ties into um, his dirty recruiting, and maybe that's why he was able to get these studs to go to LSU. But that's why the FBI is investigating it, and not me. So, but <laughs> LSU, Will Wade, good so basketball I got coach. The mental image of you investigating this, <laughs> but they got a bad draw, in my opinion, because they got to play the winner of Florida. And Arkansas. Yeah, that's rough. And you know them Florida boys, if they're on with the three-point shooting, they're going to make it rain triples. And Florida's a team that really clicked on at the right point in the season because they were on pace to miss the dance, and they have now reestablished their whole season, and they are more in the picture. If you can get a win against Arkansas and maybe keep it close, I think they're going to probably beat LSU, though. I mean, people don't understand how good of a coach Will Wade actually was. I mean, let's think about LSU here for a second. Where have they been in the last few years of basketball? Yeah, after Shaq left, that was and And now, I mean, the last time I remember them being relevant was when they had Glenn Big Baby Davis back there. Oh, yeah, that's true. But they they are literally the number one overall seed in the SEC Conference Tournament. So that says something about the job that Will Wade has done from getting dubs. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the job. you got to get dubs. But and I think that takes a big hit, right? Like, that has to affect the players some sort of way. I hope it doesn't. You know, I really wanted to pick LSU 
as the winner of this tournament before this whole Will Wade thing happened. And I, I was in the same boat as and you. Now man. I now I can't because I don't know what kind of team LSU is going to be after this huge scandal, especially with the season heating up as it is. So there's a lot of teams that still have a lot left on the table in the SEC. Have, have a little bit left. They could climb in the seedings if they do well in the tournament. South Carolina too. They're they're yeah. they're sneaky. They're about five hundred, I think. And they ended up having a pretty decent draw. In so the SEC you know, if they win two, maybe more games. They could find themselves dancing too. But I'm gonna go ahead and let Carson share his SEC conference tournament winner, Kentucky. Kentucky. What happens if Kentucky wins the SEC tournament? What do you think the reward's gonna be? Probably a number one seed. I'll tell you what the reward is going to be. They're going to get to play the winner of our little weak-ass conference tournament um, winner. The Southland Conference. Yeah, they're going to get to play the winner. They're going to be like, poof, here you go, one seed, poof, Southland, here you go, boom, 16 seed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Kentucky's a good pick, though, and I think that I'm going to go vintage. This is a guy who's been around for a while. Of course, Kyle Perry's been around for a while, too. Yeah. He used to coach my favorite team, took, us to the final, took them to the Final Four, and to the Elite Eight a few times. I'm going Rick Barnes and the Tennessee Volunteers down up there in Knoxville, Tennessee. This is a team that split. They split with Kentucky. They uh, they lost in Baton Rouge in a heartbreaker. They beat Kansas. They beat Marquette. They beat a, you know a lot of good basketball teams. And they they finished with the number three overall seed. Kentucky finished with the number two in the SEC. Tennessee, I like their draw, though. They're they're away from the South Carolinas and the Floridas, whereas Kentucky... Yeah, Kentucky got a tough draw. Kentucky, they got they have to play... Um, they, they will play the winner of Florida and, and Arkansas. And yeah, that's great. I, I don't, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that that's going to be Florida. Let's be honest with you. I, I, I would not want to see Florida in the second round. No, I don't want to see Florida in the second round either. But and the big dance, too. In the first round, I don't want to see Florida. Yeah, Florida is a team if they get in. I hope the com- I hope the committee puts the Gators in, regardless of of how they show. And maybe maybe if they lose to Arkansas, that's a different story. But if they beat Arkansas, then regardless of how their play goes in the SEC, I hope the committee puts them in. I just don't feel comfortable picking Tennessee because everything is so new to them. This big success is so new to them. You know, Tennessee is not known as a great, phenomenal basketball school in the modern era. Right. Now, they had a pretty solid season last year, but they did choke kind of in the – I want to say necessarily choke. Excuse my language there. But they they did have a really good regular season, and they did unfortunately let a lot of bracket, you know, participants down. But, you know – It happens. What a great show. I had a lot of fun just dissecting all these different conferences. We wish we could talk about your Pac-12 and Big East – Maybe Big Sky, Southland, but you know what? Big 12, SEC, ACC, Big 10. There we go. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Again, my name's Tanner Strauss. I hope you guys tune in next week. We'll talk about the big dance. Get your dancing shoes on. Thank you all for tuning in. Come back next week. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. 
From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.